Welcome to the WNCT Podcast Network. Team. I'm a senior fifth year and I'm a setter. So let's talk about this season so far. Yeah, I mean, we've been doing really well. This is the first year that I feel like we've, since I've been here, this is my second year, that we've really gelled together. Last year was kind of like a building block year and we didn't do as well as we wanted. But this is the, this is, I remember like in, before the season even started, um, our head coach Adler, he was just thinking like, this is the year, this is the year. Like he has most of the people that he recruited since he is a new coach this year. And we've just been gelling so well together. I think like that we just went to um, Temple this past weekend and I think we said probably over 500 times, oh my gosh, I just love this team. Everyone like, saw every, it. Everyone, everyone said that Like too. everyone is just keeps saying it, how much we love each other and how well we're playing together. Even Adler like, I was watching the ESPN um, game back the other day, and the commentators were like, Adler, what's so special about this team? And he was like, everyone just loves each other, and everyone, like, we're all best friends, and I'm I'm obsessed with our team. Like, I, I just love everyone so much. <laughs> and I think that, like, makes us play better, too. Mm -hmm. Like, that's why, obviously, it's the skill and the technique and, like, volleyball-wise, but the chemistry's there. Like, there's no denying that. That's so. what I was just about to ask, I think, when I played softball. Yeah. Um, Team chemistry was kind of missing yeah. um, often, and so, sorry, we weren't very good. Yeah. And that's just how it is. Yeah. So, do you feel like that was really the turning point from last year to oh, this yeah, year? Oh, yeah, for sure. And not to say that last year we didn't have the chemistry, just because there is the majority of the people that are on this team this year are yeah. back. Um, but it was just something, like, intangible that we couldn't really grasp last year. And then all of a sudden we have, I think it's, like, seven or eight freshmen this year. Um and then we have a transfer that came in the spring, which she's been, Fran McBride, she's been like amazing for us on the right side. And I just think it's really like, we're just gelling. It, something was missing last year and I can't, I don't even know what it was, but this year we have it. Whatever it was, we have it. And I'm just, I love it so much. Do you feel like it's any sense of motivation? Oh all? yeah, for yeah. sure. And I think a lot of it came from Adler too. Like in the spring we had a meeting and he sat us down in this room actually and he was like what are what are our goals like what do we want to accomplish and we were all like we want to finish in the top conference especially with the conference cha changing adding six new schools like mm -hmm. Rice, FAU, all them. Um, it was going to be a challenge because we knew those teams were good but at the same time like big schools were leaving Houston, UCF, and Cincinnati like those were the top of our conference chance, last year. Right. Yeah so we were like okay now that the top dogs are leaving like it's kind of our turn and like our turn to turn the page into what we want this season to be and I think it all started with that spring meeting and ever since then we've just been on this uphill climb towards our goals and it's just mm -hmm. been amazing. I obviously was gone when the conference had the change and everything mm -hmm. so I didn't I haven't got to experience kind of the change in the conference because it was always the same when I was yeah here. how did you kind of prepare for the new conference game I mean you guys never played yeah. each other as far as I'm concerned yeah did you just watch a lot of film I mean I guess that's how it always yeah is. we just honestly watched a lot of film I think we focused 
a little more on the teams that we hadn't seen before and like a lot like when we played Temple this past weekend we were basically watching film naming everyone by name just because we've <laughs> known we've played them for forever but um the new teams were a little challenging like we had to kind of memorize our number who they were right. and what their tendencies were but um yeah for the most part it was basically the same just probably spent a little more time on those that we didn't really watch and also we barely even played the new teams too I think the signs over there are like FAU North Texas and UAB were the two people that three people that we haven't played yet and then or we played yet but the new people and then we need to play like three more new people I think so mm -hmm. I'm excited so you said this is your second year yes how do you feel like you've adjusted to I mean being a freshman is tough mm -hmm. are you like a true freshman I know it gets confusing yeah. with the red shirt yeah, and yeah, yeah. so, so you were a true yeah, freshman so no so I actually played three years at um, University of North Florida in Jacksonville okay. Okay. so I was a transfer into my fourth year my senior year okay. which was last year and so this year is my fifth year I'm grandma year so like oh, I can't keep up. no I know <laughs> I know I literally was talking to Adler the other day and I was like so what about the people that like have a medical redshirt and the redshirt and the COVID he was like oh they have like eight years I'm I, like, I know oh my gosh well where, where, where was I oh, like right. I want the eighth year whatever year but um but yeah so this is my fifth year and yeah, I mean I'm basically used to everything by now if I'm yeah. not it'd be pretty sad but <laughs> I'm like I don't even I don't even at this point it's just muscle memory everything that we're doing yeah. but so you adjusted with your team well. What about yeah. Greenville in itself? Oh, so I'm actually from Wilmington. So I kind of okay. grew up like going to ECU football games and I have a lot of family so here this too. Isn't you. No, so yeah, this <laughs> is like basically my second home. My parents come all the time just because Wilmington's two and a half hours away. So I mean the adjustment to Greenville itself was easy and yeah. even the team, I mean, to begin with it was it was a little hard just because I didn't really know anyone, but the right. girls made it so easy. Like I instantly clicked with everyone. Um, there were times where I felt like it was weird just going, I was on a team for three years and right. obviously you get so close with those people and the coaches and then coming to a brand new team, brand new coaches, like it was scary, but I, I felt like the things that I went through my old school prepared me to go through something like this and it just didn't even compare. Like. It was so easy. The girls are amazing. The coaches are amazing. Like, it just made everything such a smooth transition. And I'm so, so grateful just because I've heard horror stories of people transfer. Yeah. And they're like, it was, it's worse here at my new school. And I'm like, Grass thank God that was not. There. Yeah. Right. And I was like, thank God that's not how I felt, you know, mm -hmm. so. So true veterans that are here, do you feel like they kind of lead the team as upperclassmen? Do they kind of do a good job of gelling the team and leading the team that way? Because sometimes upperclassmen can kind of push you to the side and be yeah. like, well, you're new, even if you're just a transfer. Mm -hmm. But I mean, with freshmen, they can kind of just push you to the side. Yeah. And be like, you're new, you're not a part of the program, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But people who are considered veterans to you or upperclassmen to you technically, mm -hmm. do you feel like they've kind of led the team mm -hmm. in a way? Yeah, so it's actually weird because last year, all of our upperclassmen were either transfers or yeah they were just transfers so it was almost like the younger girls were teaching the older girls right. like the culture basically and it was a little weird just because I feel like that's never the case right. and so then this year everyone that's an upperclassman has been here for a year or a semester so we kind of already knew what each other like how we can talk with each other and how we can communicate on the court and things like that so this year is kind of the year that I feel like the upperclassmen have the upper hand I guess mm -hmm. um, but even then 
we never even, I mean, we joke about it all the time. Like we'll be in the um, multi-purpose room like for pregame meal and the freshmen will like get food before the seniors and we're like, hey, hey, hey no, like we're not, we're, this is the only time we ever pull the senior card. Like yeah. we're getting the food first. Right. But, um, but yeah, other than that, we never like, I mean, I talk with the freshmen and I don't even feel like they're freshmen. I feel like they're just the other girls on my team. You know what I mean? Right. And I think that comes from the upperclassmen being so, um, like relational with the younger there's girls. No divide, yeah, right? there's really no divide. And I mean, even when we travel too, like we all have different roommates all the time. Mm -hmm. And so like I can room with a freshman and it's not weird. It's fine. It's yeah. fine. Like I love everyone. Like mm -hmm. I going back to what we talked about in the beginning. Like it's just I just love everyone. My it's senior amazing. year, uh, it was still technically COVID because mm -hmm. I got done in twenty twenty one. Um so we had the same roommate the whole year because he didn't want to switch roommates. Oh my but my roommate on the road in the hotels was my roommate like in Greenville. Yeah. We lived in the same house. Yeah. So we like never got away from each other. Yeah. We never got mad at each other. Um because we were the same age. We had both been here for the same mm -hmm. amount of time. Um we were always with each other. Yeah. And I think my senior year, we never on the field really got better. It was pretty stagnant mm -hmm. in my four years. We weren't the worst team ever, but it never seemed to get better mm -hmm. and there were times in those moments where we would all kind of turn on each other because mm -hmm. it's really hard to stick together in those moments because my favorite football team is Carolina Panthers and we suck and there's times yeah. where I'm like get away from me yeah. you know so yeah. it's like you put these people in your life and it's real mm -hmm. and I try to never turn away from my teammates but there are some who you're like I don't want to mm -hmm. talk to you but it yeah. seems like you guys don't really have that yeah. and I admire that because that's that's definitely not easy yeah especially no. when like you said it's a bunch of new people yeah and I think a lot of the times like the I don't want to talk to you comes from not knowing them right. and doing like the roommate situation that we're doing and how close we are like it eliminates that aspect of I don't know you so I don't want to talk to you I do know you mm -hmm. so why wouldn't I want to talk to you right. like why wouldn't I want to build our relationship even stronger than it was before you know what I mean mm -hmm. so it's kind of the same concept but opposite for us yeah yeah so we'll talk about the season itself because that's what everybody's super excited yeah. about so what's been going on what's like the streak what's mm -hmm. happening so we uh, i don't know what our streak is you I don't have to know say this. Exactly. No, it's totally <laughs> but it's been a, it's been like quite a few games that we've been winning in a row and um other talked about this the other day this is our best start program start in history like we i think we're 15 16, 16 and 4 16 and 4 and all the four games that we lost we could have won which right. is like kind of the disappointing thing but at the same time it keeps motivating us because we're like there's no one that we've played that we couldn't have just swept like 3-0 right. and it's just all in our minds basically um but no yeah pirates are hot pirates yeah. are hot <laughs> the volleyball team is heating up and i'm i'm here for it i'm like this is my last year like we always talk about it we're like all the seniors so last year like we have like we have to win yeah and we have to go to the tournament like right. and yesterday at practice um others like started out by saying like if we win every single game from now on we will go to the NCAA tournament mm -hmm. and granted winning every single game is going to be a challenge just because right. we have a rice and SMU those are kind of the two top dogs right now that we haven't played yet but so are you guys but so are I, exactly <laughs> so it's like one of those things where we just have to kind of tell ourselves like no like we can do this mm -hmm. like it's not impossible like last year I would have said it was impossible for us to go to the tournament and it didn't happen so this year like there's hope and I think everyone everyone truly believes that there's hope mm -hmm. so 
Do you feel like kind of, I mean, obviously it's two very different sports, but it's mm -hmm. women's sports here, and you watch EC women's basketball last mm -hmm. year. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. You know, making that run, what? going to the NCAA yeah. uh, champion, like, uh, tournament. Mm -hmm. Is that kind of where you guys feel like you are? Yeah. Not that you guys took motivation from them, but it, you're watching all of these women's sports at ECU that weren't getting any credit. Mm -hmm. I mean, and that's unfair, but yeah. it seems like in a man's world, that's just how it is. You yeah. know, and I'm not yeah. even going on that road. Yeah, but let's it, not. Do, let's you, do you feel like kind of you guys are looking at each other and you're like, wow, this team and this team are both getting so good and on yeah. a hot run. Yeah, so I I remember I was talking about it in the beginning of the season, Adler mentioning it, about how women's was, was picked dead last. We weren't even picked dead last. We were picked second in the East. Mm -hmm. So it's like, we like people are, are acknowledging that we're at the top of the conference, mm -hmm. but it's just one of those things where we need to prove, prove to people that right. we can, not only are we at the top, but we need to be like the top. Like we need to be the number one. Mm -hmm. And it just gives us motivation that, I mean, women's basketball was picked dead last and they won the tournament. Like, that's yeah. freaking insane. Yeah. Like, who does that? Like, it's just one of those things where you're like, what in the world just happened? And so if they can do that, why can't we kind right. of thing? Right. So. What's in store for the rest of the season? Oh, my gosh. So much more. Like, we're not even done yet. We have 10 games left. And, I mean, we're getting better and better every single game every practice all the girls are getting closer getting stronger I mean we lift three days a week like practices are no joke like we're we're in there to grind and I mean I'm just excited for the next 10 games so we'll see what happens but there's a lot of hope hi I'm Jennings Hall I'm a senior right side um, on the East Carolina volleyball team so let's talk about how exciting this season has been I mean this has been, I've been here four years now, so this is definitely one of the most exciting. It's the best start in program history, so, I mean, we all get along so well, and it's just such a great time being around all these girls. So you've been here for true four years. Yeah, I have been here for two four years. I came in during COVID in 2020 Yeah. when we didn't even play in the no. fall when I first got <laughs> here, so definitely a difference from 2020 to now. Yeah. How have you watched the program change your four years? I mean, players have come and gone, you know, everything. Yeah, absolutely. So when I came in, um, everybody who came in was recruited by a different coach. I wasn't recruited by Adler. So me and um, Soraya Schultz were the only ones that weren't recruited by Adler. So we came in with a team that was recruited from the old coach. And they were, they were really nice girls. Mm -hmm. um, definitely a lot different from the culture that we have now. Mm -hmm. And... Um, I think that a lot of them were burnt out from the previous coach, so definitely hard to, <laughs> to gel with them, but it was definitely still an interesting mm -hmm. situation to be in. So you say a lot different from the culture you have now. Yes. What is the culture you have now? It's a culture where everyone can get along from seniors to freshmen, you know, like when I came in, freshmen weren't the... Like it, it was very clear that freshmen and seniors were two completely different people. Very divided. Definitely not the same. We did a lot for the seniors compared to now. Like my freshman year. Oh my gosh! <laughs> no, literally. Yeah. I had to pick up balls after practice, and they would just leave. And I was like, yeah. sorry to all my seniors, and we were friends now, but that's how. It yeah, was. it was a deal where freshmen took down the net, put up the net every day. Yep. And it's just not fair. I mean, we now help. We we maybe freshmen take the heavy poles, but, <laughs> but that's about it. We still help with everything, you know. It's a it's a full team effort around here now. So. Yeah. Do you feel like you kind of took that the way you were treated and you were like, I don't want any underclassmen to ever be treated this way again? So actually after my freshman, so we played in the spring. So after the spring, I went up to Adler and I said, hey, I don't want freshmen 
putting up um, nets for me, you know, taking our luggage at the airport. I want everyone to do this as a team. And he was like, well, good, because that's what we're going to do next yeah, year. Thing. Yeah. That was already my plan. <laughs> so that was really good. I think that was the start of a new team culture. Mm -hmm. um, and then my sophomore year, you could already see a change from my freshman <laughs> to yeah. sophomore. So. What, do you think that that was the main change, or what do you think was like the big change, or a few changes if it was more than one? I would say the biggest change was spring after my sophomore year, because a lot of the girls that, there were still some girls from um, the old coach that were still, mm -hmm. you know, in a little bit. They right. took fifth years. Some of them were decided to transfer. So, um, and then we also had COVID recruits. So Adler had about 10 girls come in, and some of them gelled really well, some of them not so much. They didn't get to really tour campus or anything. Some came from all the way from Colorado across oh, the country. Gosh, so yeah. um, a lot of them also ended up transferring out because they didn't get a chance to see if this was really a good fit for them. Fit, right. The people that stayed, it was like they were in the perfect place. Mm -hmm. So I would say spring my sophomore year was probably when it started to change the most. Mm -hmm. So these freshmen, what have they brought to the team? Man, our freshmen are really good. They came in in preseason and they were just ready to play. Mm -hmm. We've got Farrah Farouk, who's a middle. Her efficiency on the season is probably an average of 500, 550, which is incredible. She's really producing us or producing good blocks for us and giving us a really good, um, just a really good block for defense mm -hmm. people can't get past us yeah. <laughs> some of the best hitters in the conference can't get past her block and um sophomore Carly Northcross she's our other middle she's absolutely killing it on the middle also producing some crazy blocks I think she broke a record didn't she all time yeah Pro like um, most blocks in a game oh, during wow. preseason when we played App State uh -huh. I mean she's absolutely killing I it I don't you hate App State Oh, yeah. I hate App State. My, my, <laughs> I, do. I don't like App State that much, but my boyfriend went to App State. So oh, it's a house that. divided. Instagram, it's yes. a house divided for yes. sure. Yes. But so when they came into town, I was like, we got to get them. Yeah, I hate App State. But, yeah, I knew he, he would mention it for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we've got those two. Um, Ollie Huff is a freshman. She's a right side. She's probably 6'2", six, 6'3", six, and she can just bang balls. She's a lefty. Mm -hmm. And then um, incomer, um, Fran McBride from Mississippi State. She is insane. She's unstoppable. Mm -hmm. Ollie Huff and Fran McBride on the right side just produce a really good block and also can get us some amazing kills. 10-foot mm -hmm. line, tips, anything you want, they can really produce. And then um, returner, sophomore, Angelus Alderete. Freaking, what a name. What a name. <laughs> I know. She is a freaking stud. Let me tell you, last year she produced 500 kills in one season, and she's back. Even I know that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. It's usually a milestone to get to 1,000, so to get yeah. halfway there before your sophomore year is absolutely insane. Mm -hmm. She's amazing. She's definitely produced for us on the outside. She's a great defender. She's great at passing. She can, She's just all around such a great player mm -hmm. and so fun to be around. Yeah. So if anybody follows you on social media or I know even in person, especially when I worked for ECU and I was an intern, I don't know if you 
whatever, but I had to like tweet the volleyball game. Yes. So I was always yes. there. Yeah. And I mean, even on social media, I think that anybody that follows you or sees you knows that you, I don't want to speak for you, for what I see, <laughs> you are like the biggest ECU volleyball, like you are very passionate about it. Like yes. you are the biggest cheerleader, biggest part of the team. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like they kind of feed off of you? Because that's how I was in softball, like even though there were times where I wasn't on the field, felt like I should have been, but I was <laughs> Yeah. You just have to, you have to be, it's not your teammate's fault. So you yeah. kind of have to be the biggest cheerleader. And do you feel like they might feed off of you? Yeah. So as a backstory, I was born a pirate. I bleed purple. I've, my first football game was when I was nine months old. So <laughs> I, I've, I've been to more football games than the football team has. Like I am a true pirate. Um, so any chance I get to represent my team and um, stand up for my team. I'm gonna take it. I want people to come to our games. They, there's something that I always say and it's that people don't realize how fun volleyball is until they show up. I agree. And when they show up, they never stop showing up. So I really, I really want the fans to get in Benji's mm -hmm. because once they come in and realize how much fun this game is, they'll be addicted. They, they don't want to stop. They will you on the edge of your seat. Yeah. <laughs> and when, I was, like. yeah when I was in high school, um, not that many people came to our games. My junior year was really when I really stepped up as a leader in um, our rival. I went to North Myrtle Beach High School. Mm -hmm. Our rival was Myrtle Beach. And they were also the other really good team. So mm -hmm. we would, um, we really wanted our gym to be packed, but we found out a way an incentive to get them there. We said free free tickets because usually students weren't free. Um, we found out incentives to get them there and then we ended up selling out for the first time oh, wow. in school history. So I knew that when I came here I knew the fans they didn't really show up as much as I wish they would so I try my best to try to get them to come here and definitely this year in attendance has definitely skyrocketed. Do you feel like that might be uh, an incentive I guess because I do through work the Inside Pirate Athletics mm -hmm. and I will say that Patrick Johnson and Mike Houston, every like commercial break, they go into saying ECU volleyball takes on and they do ECU soccer. Yes. Which Patrick Johnson is a great person. Yes. And he advocates for every sport at ECU. But every time I hear that, I'm like, that is so special because mm -hmm. I feel like maybe two years ago, that wouldn't have happened. It would have been like, oh, ECU football plays this Saturday. Yeah. And that's it. Or ECU baseball has a scrimmage. That's okay. Like, yeah. Like, I, I think that, well, first of all, I love Patrick to death. He's oh, yeah. Such a great guy. Such a kind guy. I love him. Um, but I kind of think that in order for women's sports to get the recognition they kind of deserve, you have to play your best. Mm -hmm. Because regardless, everyone's going to go to the basketball, baseball, football games. Um, but to really get on the map, you have to play your best. Mm -hmm. and, the first time I really heard people talking about us was when we beat Virginia Tech mm -hmm. during preseason. Yeah. They announced it on the um, fifth quarter call-in show after the football game. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I'm a true pirate. My dad always tells me about the fifth quarter uh -huh. call-in show, so he told me to go back and listen. And I went back and she announced the, um, that we had beat Virginia Tech. Mm -hmm. And Pirate Nation knows that's a big deal to beat Virginia Tech. Yeah. Since they won't play us in football anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And so after that, people were just calling in saying, congrats to the volleyball team, mm -hmm. congrats to volleyball. Like, wow, they're doing so great. Yeah. But they didn't realize that until right. they noticed we were nine and two. Right, So right. Yeah. I know people even at my station, 
have even started talking about EC volleyball because Brian Bailey is always in yeah. his corner with like EC football and everything else. But even we have started talking about EC volleyball, mm-hmm. and it was funny because I pitched the idea to come talk to um, you guys. Yeah. And at the same time, my manager, I was going over to his desk to tell him I wanted on the podcast this week. He was coming over to me to tell me that we should do you guys yes. because everything had come off. So like such a big deal. And um, we talked about you being so passionate and women's sports um, not getting the recognition, I guess. I remember listening yesterday on Inside Pirate Athletics. They talked about men's basketball. I think season tickets were like 145, 135, something like that. Yeah. EC women's is like 30. Yeah. We're non-revenue, so. Uh, yeah, I, I just, <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't get it. Like, they they won the conference. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And that is not going to, like, not a knock at ECU men's basketball because no. I, I, and that's just yeah. how the world we live in. I totally get it. Yeah. But it's just kind of frustrating as a woman in sports. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And um, we were talking the other day about football. Like, obviously, we don't want them to do bad because right. we, the money they make also trickles down to Trans- us. Right. So. People are, you know, on Twitter saying, oh, like, let's stop supporting football. Let's stop giving them their money. And I'm like, no, no don't, don't do that. that. Don't do that. We need, we need the money. Yeah. But that's really, like, when you're a non-revenue sport, all of our games are free. Mm-hmm. So that should be an incentive to come on anyways. But, <laughs> but um, so all the money we have is basically from football, mm-hmm. basketball. Mm-hmm. So, so your passion for the sport your iconic tweet the other day. <laughs> you yes. have to talk, let's talk about it. Um, you know, I I think that when accounts on Twitter claim to cover ECU athletics, but don't cover all the athletics. And you're not really covering ECU athletics. And you're not, you're only covering the big three. And you're a very popular, popular account. I, that's a little disheartening. Mm-hmm. I will say that. But, um, Sometimes you just need a little boost, and then they'll start talking about you. Yeah. Because that's what happened. (laughs) (laughs) But it worked. It did work. It does work. I will say it does work. Um, Sometimes they just need that little boost to, like, a little reminder, because I understand the the big three. Well, sometimes you have to kind of put it, if nobody else is going to do it, you have to do it. Yeah. And I kind of, we were talking about it beforehand, I remember an account posted that we had great uniforms, and it was like football, baseball, and somebody else, and the uniforms were great, but Mm -hmm. softball had just gotten... Like seven brand new uniforms, which was, were amazing, by the way. Yeah. I was like, "Oh my god, I love them! <laughs> like, they're was, so nice." I was like, "Hi, like we're over here, you know." They have the, the, the vintage pirate script on them. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh my gosh, I was we just, want those so you bad. know, I was just like, "Hey, we're we're here." But so, what's in store for the rest of the season? You know, we're just gonna grind it out for the next ten games. We're gonna win them all. Hopefully, <laughs> fingers crossed. Um, we definitely, our goal is the tournament. We came in with a goal of top four, but now we're just, we want it all. Mm-hmm. We're 16 and four. We know what we're capable of. And I think that it's the way you start off that matters because then it's more motivation to finish even stronger. Mm-hmm. So we have to go through all the teams that want to beat us, but we have to. That's everybody now. That's everybody I'm now. Like, usually ECU came in and they probably didn't worry about us as much, but now ECU is going to walk through the door and they're going to, be ready to play us with all they've got. Mm-hmm. So we have to come in even harder. We have to come in with more grit, and especially on those away games um, when we're traveling and we're a little bit tired. Um, we'll definitely have to grind it out a little bit more, but I think I think we have it in us to finish the season strong. So I'm really excited. 